This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. In today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, we're going to talk about 10 similarities that most great traders have. I think you're going to love this one, so check it out. Speaking of checking it out, make sure you check out my YouTube channel. If you haven't done so already, just YouTube search and kill Stokes. Lots of videos there, a uh, live stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the weekend trading edge every weekend. And of course, episodes of the Trading Coach podcast posted throughout the week as well. So subscribe, akilstokes.com or youtube.com slash Stokes. Hit that notification bell. That way you don't miss my latest upload. So I was doing a late night Twitter check before heading to bed, just checking the feed, answering any questions that came through since I was away from my office. And I came across a, a pretty cool tweet by Steve Burns. Uh, Steve Burns is a good friend of mine in the trading industry. I actually have an interview with him from a long, long time ago here on the Trading Coach podcast. He is the only person that I've interviewed for the podcast. That's how highly I regard him. Um, and I thought it was a pretty cool post that I wanted to touch on. And the post was, most great traders have these 10 similarities. I want to read through them and obviously go into a little bit more detail about if they're true, if they're not true, I guess if, if I think they're true or not true, it's just my opinion, um, but elaborate on the role that they play. And these are in no order, I, I would assume, but one is that they love the game. And this is an interesting one. Speaking of previous podcasts, I actually had a roundtable discussion with Jason Greystone and, and Darren on this subject a very long time ago where they changed my opinion. I was dug in pretty deep um, about the fact that you can't be successful at trading unless you love trading. And that opinion was based off the fact that trading is hard. Trading is difficult. Trading requires a lot of failure, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of hard work. And I, I think it's hard to do anything. Um, it, it's hard to do anything and invest so much into it if you don't actually love it, right? I remember me in my athletic days where I'm playing on sports team and you're you're getting hurt all the time. You're beating your body up. You're investing a lot of time and energy and early mornings and late nights all into doing the little things that's going to you know get you an inch closer to your competition out there on the field. And I remember I got to a point where certain sports I, I loved and I wouldn't mind doing it. I was willing to put in the work, but there were other sports where I just didn't really love them. And because of that, I wasn't willing to put in the extra effort. So I always thought trading was the same way because trading, just like sports, it, it's extremely difficult to be successful. Only a very small percentage of us go on to be consistently profitable traders. And like any other business out there, typically the ones that go on to be good are the ones that put in the most work. And you can't put in that most work unless you really love the game. Now, they changed my mind on that a little bit in, in, in talking about maybe you don't need to love the game, but love what the game can bring you. Um, so for example, one of my business partners, uh, Darren, 
I don't. I think he does love trading, um, but what he loves more than trading is the lifestyle that it gives him. It gives him freedom of time, the 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 opportunity to be at home, work from home, to be at home with his wife, with his kids, to take vacations at will, live this nomadic lifestyle where you know we're fortunate enough as traders we can do what we do from any place on earth with an internet connection, which is almost anywhere now. Um, so the fact that trading can provide this lifestyle, which he is in love with. He, therefore, by connection, is in love with trading. Um, but I do think, and, 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 and I get it, and, and, and that makes sense. I, I kind of think about my story, and you know, although I do love trading, I, I really do love the life that trading allows me to have. It allows me to do the things that I want to do in life. Um, but I do think you have to have a love for the game. If you're just in it for money, if, if, if your why is... Is just money. If your why isn't bigger than that, it's going to be hard for you to spend those countless, uh, those sleepless nights uh, analyzing the market, uh, digging into a strategy for the 10th time because you're so close to getting it to work, but you can't quite put your finger on what needs to be fixed to do post-market analysis and reviews to make sure that your system isn't underperforming. Um, I love it because I wake up every morning excited to trade, um, not just because of that lifestyle, but because of the puzzle that the market is. It's it's a puzzle. I'm excited to see what happened while I was asleep. I'm excited to kind of put together the clues and see what's going to happen um, throughout the day. And I'm excited to see how well my predictions play out. Now, the fact that I get paid to do it, um, that is great as well, that when my predictions are true, I make money. Um, that's a plus to it. But I always tell traders this, right? I was up and trading every single day, even when I was losing money hand over fist um, uh, back in the day. So either I am just crazy for doing something that was bleeding my account day in and day out, or I am blindly and madly in love with it. So I think you do have to have a certain amount of love for the game. Number two, they did their homework. I think this is important as well, because I think many of us come into trading with a, a false perception of what trading is. Um, the people, and we're not saying that you need to do your homework beforehand, but you need to do your homework at some point. I don't think you need to get, you need to do your homework before you become fully invested. And doing your homework means understanding what the reality of trading looks like. What is a proper and realistic expectation? You know, you don't want to fall victim to the internet people out there that are claiming to make a thousand dollars a day every day. You know, you, you would think if you have any sense of how money works, that that would be a big red flag. But Many people don't. Many people just take internet people at their word and, and they wind up getting tricked and, and, and sometimes scammed out of money. So you got to do your homework with what a realistic expectation is in the market. You got to do your homework on what the markets are, how they move, how they work, your role in the market. We play a very specific role. And if we don't understand our role, we can kind of get ourselves in trouble by kind of doing things or attempting to do things that are outside of our space. So successful traders, uh, our most great traders, did their homework. And again, it, it's not just the specific homework on the strategy that they're developing, but the, the market as a whole. Number three, risk management. Uh, I have a great quote that sums this up. Good traders are great risk managers. I, I think the more time you spend in the game as you do your homework and you realize that trading is less about making as much money as you can and more about preserving as much capital as you can because the more capital you can preserve the more you have to make the money when it's your turn to make money if you don't know and understand what it means by it's your turn it means that trading is essentially a waiting game right 
all traders have good periods, hot streaks, heaters, as we call them in the industry. The problem is most struggling or poor traders, they don't make it to those hot streaks. They blow all their money during the drawdown. Consistently profitable traders, successful traders, great traders, we are good at managing the drawdown, so keeping our head above water when things are bad and surviving until the point where things get good. And then we try to maximize and capitalize off of those opportunities before we go back into survival mode. So good traders are great risk managers. Great traders are super great risk managers, but that is key. Number four, discipline. Um, I don't even think we need to expand on discipline. You have to be a disciplined trader. Mark Douglas wrote a great book called The Disciplined Trader. Um, trading is about, again, knowing our role, knowing our our place in the market, knowing what we have to do day in and day out. And that doesn't mean win all the time. It means stick to our plan, right? Process over outcome. Our job is to play probabilities and pair that with good risk management. And probabilities don't mean winning all the time. It just means it doesn't, it, doesn't even, it doesn't even mean winning more than you lose, but it means winning and taking advantage of the trades that we're supposed to take advantage of and not doing dumb stuff to blow it. Um, so, you know, going back to the risk management thing about surviving the drawdowns that I told you, many traders don't survive drawdowns because they try to get revenge on the market or they get too greedy during the hot streaks. They do dumb stuff, dumb stuff that self sabotages themselves and, and ultimately it leads to failure. Number, what am I on? Six, five, five. There we go, five. Always learning. I think I think a growth set is important, right? I've, I've done numerous posts and numerous podcasts about the fact that markets change over time. And if you want to be a consistently profitable trader, meaning over the long haul, you've got to learn how to adjust and adapt and grow. I'm a completely different trader now than I was when I first started. And some of that is the need to adjust to survive in these markets over what a 15 year period, whatever I'm in right now. Gosh, 15 years. Ooh, man, I used to be a noob. 15 years. Sheesh. Part of it is just surviving and part of it is evolving, learning more about myself, learning more about my strategy and always working to optimize it, not necessarily making big, massive changes, not jumping from one way of trading to another way of trading, but figuring out different ways I could take advantage of the market that still fit within my general philosophy of how the market moves and the type of trader I want to be. Number six, specialization. This is a specialization is an interesting one because it is it's not necessary, but it could be beneficial. And uh, for you guys that don't know my, my history, I started in the stock market as, as more of a, a short term investor um, and ended up in the Forex market because I wanted to be, I wanted this to be something that I can make a career off of a, a living off of it, that Forex offered more activity, higher leverage. Um, at the time, it, I thought it was a, a quicker way to make money as well. I learned that lesson the hard way. But I changed markets. And I get a lot of questions about, Akil, why don't you go back to the stock market? And I, I do have interest in the stock market. I do have investments, but I don't actively trade it. And the reason why is I don't need to, right? The, the fact of the matter is the Forex market, the stock market, commodities, whatever you're trading, crypto, um, although the general principles of those markets are all the same, they go up, they go down, they go sideways, right? Supply and demand, all that fun stuff. They all have different personalities, even, even within the stock market or each individual market, each pair or asset class has its own little personality as well. But the Forex market moves differently. It acts differently. It reacts differently than the stock market. The crypto market acts differently, moves differently, reacts differently than the Forex market. And 
it's it's very hard to be great at a lot of things, right? What what's the saying? You could be a a, a jack of all trades or a master of one. If you're a jack of all trades, what is it? You're 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 okay. You're decent at a lot of different things. Um, I'd rather specialize and be a master at one. It's just like in in business. If you're an entrepreneur, right? Entrepreneurs typically aren't great at everything right if you know they are typically great at one thing and then they they hire people to be great at the other things i think it was henry ford right who said um you know i don't have to be the smartest person in the room i just have to be able to hire the smart people that can answer all the rest of the questions that you guys have i probably butchered that horribly but something of that aspect and i do the same thing in my business one of the reasons that i went from being self-employed to an entrepreneur is because i noticed that i wasn't good at certain things i wasn't willing to put in the work to be good at certain things so i hired people that were good at the things that i wasn't good at and now they do it for me and i'm good at the things that they aren't good at and that's how the the company stays alive and works and 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 keeps getting stronger year after year but specialization is is it's crucial because at this point i know a lot about the forex market i I think i know the forex market and and a handful of pairs the ones that are in my portfolio at least better than the back of my hand but if you were to take me in the stock market yes i can i can talk to you about technicals i can show you uh, time-tested setups and and make predictions on what they should do but honestly, because I don't know that market, because I don't know that individual stock, because I don't know that individual um, cryptocurrency, it could have tendencies that I'm not aware of. So just because I'm a, a good Forex trader doesn't necessarily mean that I'll be good in other markets right away. Um, but so this is why I don't think you should try to bounce around from place to place. Focus on one thing and, and be good at that. And then if you feel the need to venture on into another uh, market, do the same thing. Take your time, do your homework, go through the right process, and then soon you'll be kind of a master at that market as well. Number seven, faith in their edge, right? Process over outcome. Trust your trust your edge. I think this goes in hand in hand with number seven. Faith in their self to follow it. So you need to trust your strategy. You need to trust yourself um, in consistently executing that strategy, right? So those are the two things, right? You've Hopefully, if you're a successful trader, or I should say this, Great traders have put into work, put into work to develop the slimmest of edges. They've also put into work on the psychological side to have enough confidence and discipline in themselves that they can consistently execute that edge day in and day out. So many traders have one or the other. Either they have confidence in themselves, but they're trading something that doesn't actually produce profit, or they have a really good trading strategy, but they can't consistently execute it because of self-sabotage. Their trading psychology is poor. Consistency is number nine. Um, my formula to success is uh, in, in, in trading, I should say, is consistent analysis plus consistent execution equal consistent results. If you're consistent in how you view the markets, how you analyze the markets, how you make decisions in the market, and you're consistent in your execution, that's your ability to follow your edge, right? Follow it through you'll have consistent results, right? That's the way numbers work, right? Probabilities work like that. If you do the if you do the consistent thing over and over again, and you've got something that say the probability should be this, that's how you put yourself in a position where you're most likely to get those expected probabilities. The last, number 10, and this is very important, is perseverance. Perseverance is important because I think many traders underestimate how long it takes to be successful. I've, I've spoken with many 
successful traders out there, uh, traders that earn, uh, own prop firms and, and do their own personal trading like that. And we're all in agreement that to be a successful trader, it's probably going to take anywhere between six months at the, the very fewest for you special people out there to 18 months, right? So uh, a year to a year and a half to become a consistently profitable trader. And that's once you start doing things the right way, that's not even counting like the, the weird period where you're doing all the dumb stuff. That, that, that starts once you get on the right track. And I'm a true believer in that the only reason people fail is because they don't give themselves enough time to succeed. And, and so many traders kind of bomb out. And whether that's they go broke from doing dumb stuff or they realize that it's not as easy as they thought. So they, they quit and find the next get rich quick thing or maybe they're just not satisfied with the results right away. Whatever it may be, a lot of people don't make it that long. A lot of people aren't willing to work and really go through that much pain to be rewarded with the pleasure that comes at the other end. Perseverance is key. Um, you know, I, I love giving the example of my journey because I struggled for about two years when it came to trading. And, and that seems like a massive amount of time to many of you. It's, it seemed like forever when I was going through it. But my two years of, of struggling was, was really from about 2007, 2008 to 2010, I would say. And I've been a consistently profitable trader from 2010 to the date of recording this, which is 2022. So that's, that's 12 years right now. And it, it, it's hard to, I hope when I say this, it, it helps you realize this, but in hindsight, when you weigh the balance at, at, at the beginning, that two years was heavy on the scale. It outweighed everything because it was two years of pain compared to zero years of success. Now it is 12 years of success compared to two years of pain. So that two-year investment was nothing in comparison to the payoff that I was able to uh, achieve because of it. So perseverance, stick with it. Kaizen philosophy, you don't need to make a massive change at once. Just small, consistent, deliberate improvements. If you're making a 0.001% change in the right direction each day, then you're on the right path. And it's only a matter of time before you ultimately reach that goal. So let me know what you think about these 10 things. Um, if you're listening to this and, and you follow me on social media at Akil Stokes RTM, hit me up, shoot me a DM, shoot me a, a comment under the YouTube video if you have anything else that you would like to add. I, you know, these are just 10 things that I saw from Stephen Burns. I haven't given any thought because my brain's dead at this point at night about what else I would add, but I'd love to hear it and maybe we can revisit in another podcast. Once again, if you haven't done so already, check out the YouTube channel, just youtube.com slash Akil Stokes. Tons of awesome content over there, over a thousand videos. Also, while you're over there, subscribe to the Trader Coffee Break channel. That is the channel that Jason Gracewood and myself have together where we come in live each and every week on Wednesdays, 10 a.m. New York time, to discuss important issues that are necessary for you to becoming a consistently profitable trader. It's a little coffee talk, a little water cooler talk, very laid back, just like a discussion. Um, it's cool. And join us live for the convo. That way you can, can give your input as well. All right. Check it out.